the first pick. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Who is the number one guy in this draft? Doesn't matter position. Atop your board, Todd. Bryce Young. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. He's a smaller version of Patrick Mahomes. Today's guests, NFL Network Analyst, Daniel Jeremiah. Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus. Emmy-nominated actress, Ray Seahorn. Actor, Matt Barr. And now... It's Rich Eisen. That's right. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, the only show on planet Earth that has Matt Eberflus and Kim Wexler on the same program. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. Better call the Bears head coach. We're going to do that as he's at the scouting combine and the NFL scouting combine is up and running this week in Indianapolis. And as soon as this three-hour edition of the Rich Eisen Show that's live on the Roku channel, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, and our podcast. Uh, as soon as it's over, I'm heading to uh, Los Angeles International Airport, heading to Indianapolis, Indiana, to host the coverage. Yes, trade tables in the upright position for the NFL Network for the NFL Scouting Combine in 2023. Um, and it's going to be a great show today. Uh, my guy, my guy, Daniel Jeremiah, um, who I will be spending an insane amount of time with. Um, I, uh, I, I uh, said goodbye to Suze this morning. She'll be in this chair tomorrow. Bobby Bones will be in this chair Thursday and Friday. Um, I said goodbye to Suze this morning, and I will say hello to Daniel Jeremiah and spend way more time with him than my own <laughs> wife this week. Uh, we'll be on the air an insane amount of time inside Lucas Oil Stadium starting Thursday and then Friday, and then Saturday, and then Sunday, and he'll be joining me in 18 minutes' time because I can't get enough of him. And he will be uh, helping set the table for all of this. And as soon as I say goodbye to him, we're going to hit a commercial break because we have to hit a time right on the head for Matt Eberflus, the head coach of the Chicago Bears. Awesome. And uh, my, my job will be to get something out of him about the first overall pick. And if there's enough time, and if he's playful enough, have him scream his own name. See if it makes him feel better. <laughs> Our number two, the first of two in-studio guests on this program. Well, ladies first. Uh, Emmy Award nominated ladies first. One of the best actresses on the market today. For anybody who needs somebody in their film or television show. And the film Linoleum is in select theaters near you, starring the lady who uh, brought Kim Wexler to life on Better Call Saul. Ray Seahorn will be here in studio. Can't wait to chat with her. And then Matt Barr, the Super Bowl winning kicker of the New York Giants. Hold on a minute, I'm being told it's Matt Barr of Walker Independence on CW. Um, Got to put away my single bar. Help. <laughs> uh, another handsome man that's going to give me a very difficult two shot in hour number three. Hey, TJ, he's a diehard Cowboy fan, so you're going to have a little company. I like him already. There you go. So that's how we're rolling today. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. How are you, Chris? Good to see you, with Chris Brockman. Hey, I'm great. Okay, <laughs> take it. Jason Feller in for DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. How are you, Jay? Hey, I'm also. Great. And then TJ, we already said hello. The candles lit. Question, Rich. Like on the PJ when you fly out today, do you already have nah. your meal picked out? Is it steak and a no. nice bottle of red? Like I will. How they do that? No, I will say hello to uh, Matt Barr's home state of Texas as I fly through it. Ooh. Later today. No directs to Indy, right? Used to be. Not anymore. 
Um, so <laughs> we're here in Los Angeles where LeBron James has got a significant foot injury. Ooh. So I started the show yesterday saying, don't let the I Lakers know. in the playoffs. I know. And well, he said he heard it pop, right? No, oh, and then he finished the game. So we were. I, I just kind of did the. I just went through it. I just did the. Oh, LeBron's doing that exaggeration thing again. No, no, I think he really heard a pop. He's going to be out multiple weeks. Multiple weeks. So the Lakers make all these moves to surround him with a possible yeah. playoff run-worthy team, and the King has got to wow. sit. Oh, my It was fun gosh. while it lasted. O'Shea's great weekend was fun while it lasted. <laughs> hey, so wouldn't it be interesting if the roster, the reconstituted roster, keeps the ship afloat and moving full speed ahead so awesome. LeBron can come back in time? Yeah. And, um, you know, now it would be great if the Lakers do finish six so they don't have to play something in and he gets an actual couple more days. It's going to be on Anthony Davis now and the rest of that team to try and make the playoffs. Yep. As several weeks, LeBron James will be out. As Kevin Durant returns to action tomorrow night. And Kendrick Perkins says Nikola Jokic is padding his stat sheet with wins, by the way. Was he listening to TJ yesterday? I guess so. That was your big take. <laughs> you and Perk. I mean, on the we, same page. Two big brothers with nice beards. We think a lot. Okay. Me and big so that's what's going <laughs> on in the world of the uh, association. Uh, let's move now to uh, the news at the scouting combine. A lot of chatter. Uh, I mean, I can't wait to get there and I get to hear what the assistant trainer told the cousin of the assistant trainer, told the agent of the assistant agent. And then that comes down to me. And then I hear that, like, get out of here. No kidding. And then I tell that to somebody else because that's what you do. And you tell three oh, friends, gosh. and they tell three friends. And so on, and so on, and so on. <laughs> so there's that part of the combine, and then there's the part of the combine where everybody speaks in front of a microphone. Not everybody. So decision makers, many of them speak in front of a microphone. They're available at a podium, very nice podium that's set up, very well lit. Or... They, uh, they say no to the podium, and they'll talk just straight up with local reporters. Brian Gutekunst did that today. Gutekunst. Talked about it for the Green Bay Packers. But uh, we're going to place that one aside for the moment. And we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears. They're first on the clock, and we've been talking oh, a lot about Bears. them. And I know what we've been saying here. I've been setting the table for you, the Rich Eisen Show listener, and viewer, so you're smarter. You get to walk around and say, guess what I heard on the Rich Eisen show? And they'll say, boy, are you smart. <laughs> we make you smarter. I've been around this block of the National Football League and the talent evaluation portion calendar. Yeah. I'm bragging about something few people get to brag about because it's not really worth it. But <laughs> I, I'm sitting here in this chair and I'm telling you in advance the Chicago Bears are going to make it seem like they're thinking about replacing Justin Fields. And I told that to Justin Fields, saying to him at the Super Bowl, are you ready for this? Because it's got to happen. Because for the Bears to get the most for the first overall pick in this draft, if they keep Justin Fields or when they keep Justin Fields, they got to make it seem like they're interested in it. They're going to explore it. They And they have to explore it. Yep. 
It's called due diligence. You have to do it. If you're first overall on the clock, it is such a rarity. The Bears have never had this in the common draft era. So they have to do their due diligence. And there's no overwhelming favorite defensive player that you have to take because the kid just had a Joe Burrow-like season on that side of the football and college football. There isn't one. Will Anderson's very talented. Might take him first overall when it's all said and done anyway. Jalen Carter is very talented. May take him first overall out of Georgia when it's all said and done anyway. But I think they're going to either trade out of this spot, keep Justin Fields, and not move too far down and get one of those two aforementioned SEC defensive behemoths, or they will actually choose Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and trade Justin Fields. I think it's going to be trading out taking a defensive player when they do finally get to pick. I think that's what it's going to be because I saw Justin Fields the last two years. And, you know, who knows what Bryce Young can be? Who knows what C.J. Stroud can be? You've already seen what Justin Fields can be. And within your own building, you know the kid. Told you that. Told you that the day after Brockman first came here. I'll give you props, Chris. It was first born here on an overreaction Monday topic where I'm like, get out of here, trade Justin Fields. But day after the season, as soon as we started talking about it, I'm like, you know what? This is coming. Yeah, it's coming to get the most for the first overall pick. They got to make it seem like it's a possibility. And if they keep Justin Fields, you now get a king's ransom because you make people think, well, they might actually take the guy that we want. Or they know that the Texans are sitting there at two and somebody wants one of these two. They can't afford to sit there at three if the Bears trade out with somebody else. And it's got to be you. But in order to get the most of it, they got to make it seem like they're exploring the studio space to use the famous SNL phrase. Q. Ryan Poles, the general manager of the Chicago Bears today, saying... That it's Justin Fields' gig on the last day of February, 2023. But listen to the conditional phrasing (laughs) and the buts and all of that. In terms of leaning one way or the other, you know, I think that's always been the case. We've always leaned that way because Justin did some really good things. I'm excited about where his game's going to go. But at the same time, when you sit in our situation at one overall, you have to do your due diligence. You have to investigate everything. you got to spend time with those guys just to make sure we're making the right decision. Um, what's important to me, and I think everyone knows me by now and how uh, I want to treat our players, we'll be in communication with Justin along the way just to make sure that you know he knows what we're doing and nothing's a surprise to him. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's safe to say from what you've said now and last time we met that you're planning on Justin being the quarterback. Uh, that's the plan right now, um, and like I said, we're going to do our homework on, on this class, and if something changes, and again, I'll just use the same statement, we got to be blown away uh, to say, you know what, I think this is best for our organization. Bravo. Bravo, I, I like it. He didn't, go, he didn't go far enough. He doesn't have to. But that doesn't really, I'm not sold. What do you mean you're not sold? I'm not sold that they're uh, actually open for business. Like, you got to come out there and be like, look, Tell Fields behind the scenes, we love you. You're our starter next year, but I'm going to say a bunch of BS in front of all these people to think that you're not the guy, but you're the guy. Okay? Right. Uh-huh. And then get up there and be like, look, 
We're evaluating everyone. We're trying to get better at every position. Look, we were first on the clock for a reason last year. We need to get better. That starts at the quarterback I know, and it I goes right it. down the list. Then people actually think you might be open for business. But you, I, I'm not buying that, oh, are you? By the way, this is why it's bravo. Because you do have Justin Fields to think about. And you do have a young man who doesn't deserve to have his credentials as your starter questioned, but he has to because you also might fall in love with the quarterback you meet this week, then again, and you might look around at the film and the coaches might look at each other and go, you know what? This kid is the real deal. And you've got to keep that option open. And by saying that, every evaluator knows he could, in fact, fall in love with the guy. And if he still loves Justin Fields and gets it out there, maybe uh, I'm falling in love with this guy. You could tell you could you could dial up what half dozen NFL media members. Get it out there, and all of a sudden, we come on the Rich Eisen Show, middle of March, report. Bears love Bryce Young. Bears love C.J. Stroud. And then all Move of a sudden... away in meeting. But right now, you yeah. can't come out and say anything but, Justin's our guy. That's our plan. We need to... Tr- I'll say it again. We need to be blown away... For this to change, but he did. He did just right, right now. Him. I heard that. Yeah. He's our quarterback right now. For now, you have to say this. It is a thin line. You cannot turn this kid off by saying we're wide open for business. Call me. You can't do that either. He he. Ryan Poles just walked that line perfectly. Love our guy. That's our plan. We need to be blown away, but we have to do our due diligence. We've got the first overall pick. So for you to say, you know, right now, for now, that you don't buy it, totally fine. You know what? That's good. Justin Fields is probably sitting at home saying, this is what he told me behind the scenes. Right. But the day, like, you know, check in on Justin Fields the day Bryce Young goes to pay a visit. Check on Justin Fields the day C.J. Stroud starts roaming the halls of Hallis Hall. These kids are coming. They're coming. You have to do that. It has started. It is off and running. So two things. One is, saw it coming. Told you it's coming. It is arriving. I have no idea. Who's going to be starting at quarterback this fall for the Chicago Bears? And neither do those in charge of the Bears. The guy who's calling in in a half an hour from now will tell us the same thing, but I would love to hear it from Matt Eberflus himself, and we will. We will. But right now, you could say it's our plan to have Justin Fields. They haven't met on the grease board any of these quarterbacks, and they will. They will. And the other thing is, hey, all you Chicago trolls showed up on our YouTube stream saying I'm stirring something up. 
and our Twitter feed. Very, very rarely will I address you people. I'm sweeping you up like the guy right behind my right shoulder is for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing out there tending that one bush <laughs> here. And there's nobody here. There's nobody here. <laughs> um, it's just us. Um, I'm t- I told you. I'm not stirring anything up. This is the way it goes. It's Justin Fields' time in the barrel. He said, Ryan Poles, that he's going to keep him up to speed behind the scenes. But what goes on behind the scenes is starting this week. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Can't wait to ask Daniel Jeremiah what he would counsel Ryan Poles and the Bears to do once they do meet these kids and come up with a decision. He knows the evaluation. Bryce Young slash C.J. Stroud slash Will Levis slash whoever you want. Anthony Richardson, I don't think he's worthy of the first overall pick based on all of the evaluations I'm hearing. Certainly when the other kids are coming out. More NFL ready. He will know those guys versus Justin Fields. Next year's guys versus those guys versus Justin Fields versus everybody else that's making a decision to quarterback spot. And then Matt Eberflus, that's our one. And then Ray Seahorn, who played Kim Wexler in Better Call Saul and is one of the stars of the new movie Linoleum in a theater near you with Jim Gaffigan and Michael Ian Black and Tony Shalhoub. Great cast there. And then Matt Barr, the uh, handsome young man from CW's Walker Independence, will be coming in here in studio on hour number three as a diehard Dallas sports fan. And then Matt, Brian Gutekunz talked. We also heard from Josh McDaniels. We heard from Sean Payton today. News of poppin'. It's Combine Week. Let us take a break right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Scouting Combine when we come back. Oh, and Andy Reid's talking right now. Let's roll the break. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting here at the... Rich Eisen Show Desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Look who stopped by. God, I'm going to be spending an insane amount of time with. Starting tomorrow. I'm going to see him in a meeting. I'm going to see him Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I'm going to close my eyes like you play Tetris. Remember you used to play Tetris? You used to see the blocks drop? I'm going to see Daniel Jeremiah when I close my eyes. Then I open them up. And I open my ears right now and I welcome my buddy Daniel Jeremiah, my colleague. I'll be spending an insane amount of time with covering the Combine over the next five days on NFL Network right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, DJ? I'm doing great, Rich. Looking forward to our week here. I'm already in Indy, and at the Combine, you're always trying to find talent. And I feel like I've already found some because uh, I was a little hungry, needed a snack. Yep. And I grabbed uh, some bunny grams, which I thought they were only Teddy grams, but now apparently there's a bunny gram. Daniel, so those are uh, DJ. Uh, DJ, come on. come on, you gotta pace yourself, man. If you go in bunny grams on the Tuesday of our weeks when we're just sitting in these booths <laughs> and we're six hours long, what are you gonna be like on Saturday? I gotta have you. I gotta have you focused and nourished properly. Come on now, hydrated. Rich, this come is on. a baked. This is listed as a baked gram organic snack. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I think, I'm, I think I'm on my best behavior. You know what? And Daniel, this week is all about not believing the packaging. Come on now. <laughs> He's not a Krispy Kreme for crying out loud. I, no, I, I understand mean. that, but you don't, like, general managers all talk. What, you, you know, you, you, what do you believe? You know what I mean? The same thing with the rappers. <laughs> Careful. Come on. can't believe I got to yeah, tell this you this. This is the problem, though. This is a great, this is an analogy we could carry over because you know, you look on the back of the packaging, and it, it kind of shows you what's inside. And um, sometimes that's uh, that's a little misleading. I just, so I just hope these aren't the. I just hope these aren't the Mike Mamulas of Graham crackers, sir. Wow, you like that? The Mike Mamula of <laughs> wow. crackers. First of all, and then, Steve Emptman. And then I always wonder. The packaging says certified organic. Like, whatever. What Come company on. is in charge of deciding whether or not this is certified or not? Me, I'm in charge. <laughs> I don't know, man. Only the only thing the the only thing I know being around the combine this week or or surrounding the combine this week that is certified organic is Aaron Rodgers. That's about it. That's the only thing I could say. <laughs> I haven't you seen know? Derek Carr yet. Okay, he's apparently there. He's supposed to be here. All right, yeah. let let's just jump right into this, Daniel. What are the Bears going to yeah. do? What should they do? I know that's two questions. I just loaded a lot on your yeah. plate. Give me it. What do you got? What do you think? Um, they, I believe they will trade out okay. um, and continue to try and build around Justin Fields. I believe that's the right move. And if you're asking me what would I do, I would try and maximize trade as much as possible. As much as I love, and I do love Jalen Carter, and I love Will Anderson, I'm not going to be holding to the logic of, well, you can't trade back too far or you miss out on those two guys. This team needs help everywhere. And we can't all spend the fall saying the exact same thing that Justin Fields has no help and then, and then not get him that help in the offseason. So if you go down to nine and you get a haul of all hauls from the Carolina Panthers and your consolation prize for missing out on those two defensive players is you get your, your best offensive lineman uh, in the draft, then, then that's a good draft. Now then, 
are the quarterbacks at the top of this draft in your evaluation going into the combine? Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Levis, anybody worthy of a haul for a team to come up from nine and and give the uh, godfather offer to the Bears? Daniel. Well, I, I like I like Bryce Young a lot. Now I'm you know the, the size is the concern, and we'll get and talk about that all week long down here. But I don't think he fits all 32. Like for example, I don't think he fits Chicago. So that would make that decision easier for me, even though I have a higher grade on Bryce Young than I even did on Justin Fields. I think he's, you know, he's just way further along in his development. But I don't think with his size that that plays well in Chicago. I just don't think that's a great fit there. Uh, I do think it's a great fit for him in those other three spots. And if you're Carolina, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 you've got to get a quarterback. You've got to get one in this draft. In those two divisions, the AFC South and the NFC South, mm-hmm. That's why I think there's even more motivation. Not only do you need one, but by you getting one, you keep them from another team in your division who needs one. So evaluators who know what you just said, Daniel, I mean, that Bryce Young isn't a fit in Chicago, does that hinder Ryan Poles' ability to to get the King's Ransom here? Or it doesn't matter. They're sitting there at one. Somebody knows that the Texans are going to grab them, so you better go to one to go get them. Yeah, and I think the team that... If I was gonna, you're gonna say, where's the most likely? Who's the most likely team to move up? Yes, I think the most motivated team should be the Colts. The Colts are at four. The Colts have been riding this veteran carousel of quarterbacks. It's time to make a commitment to one. Find the one you love. Be aggressive. You, you think there's enough talent on that team? They probably shouldn't be picking up this high again. So this is your one shot. This is your opportunity to draft the kid of the future make the move, go up to one and get him, and it's a two-for-one special. You get the quarterback, and you keep him from a team in your division. And then the Bears don't have to go too far down. I mean, that that is the – and get one of the two of Carter yeah. and Anderson. And that's that's the Correct. Bears' best scenario and get the most from the Colts they possibly can. That's it. Exactly. That's, that's a home run. Is there any chance they fall in love with Younger Stroud and take him, Chicago? What do you think? I don't think so. Um, you know, I, look, you never say never. We've seen it all. Right. We've all been shocked there before, including by that organization at the quarterback position. So, um, obviously, it's a new group there. Um, I, it, you know, I don't know. I, I just can't see it. I would be I would be shocked. Any chance that the Texans pass on whoever is the second quarterback on the board and they go defense and figure out the quarterback later on? Any chance there? Daniel. Yeah, I don't. I I would not think so. Um, eventually, you got to take one. You know, yeah, I know. You, you, you're up there right now. I just think, and we can all look ahead, and we know who the who he is. We know about Caleb Williams. We know about how talented he is and how special he is in the next year. And Drake Mays is really, really good. There's just Rich as a Jets fan. I feel like I'm preaching to the choir. Oh there is no guarantee that you're going to be in that spot. There's just no guarantee. Um, so I, I think you, you got a chance to get one now. You get one now. How good is Stroud? I like Stroud. I, I like Stroud a lot. I, you know, to me, he's he's the, my clear second quarterback. I think that Bryce Young has more playmaking ability than he does. I think uh, Bryce got a little more feel in, in the pocket than he does. But he is a pure thrower. Uh, he's he can make every type of throw that. You wanted to see him be more athletic and, and show you some of that playmaking side, and he gave you that in the in the Georgia game, so you know it's in there. And there's the old scouting adage, Rich, if you can do it once, you can do it. So you know it's there. You know that ability exists. Um, 
yeah, I think he's. Uh, I think he's got a chance to be a really solid starting quarterback. What about the idea? A grease board here, a grease board there, a meeting here, a meeting there, a pro day here, another visit there, and Stroud somehow passes Bryce Young for the first overall pick, or Levis. Anybody else in the quarterback spot suddenly pops their way into the conversation over the next two months. I, I can see Stroud. I could see Stroud catching him, and maybe uh, that taking place. Um, it would be the the other two with with Levis and Richardson would be the two, you know, complete wild cards. Can't rule it out because the skill sets are, are really really impressive. They're talented guys. Mm-hmm. I just think, man, they they come with so much more risk uh, than 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 Bryson with CJ. So I, I would be I would not be surprised if Stroud is on the top uh, when it's all said and done. But I would be surprised if anybody other than those two. So then, where's the fit for Levis and um, and Richardson? I I I know. You know, you put out your mock draft, but your mock also um, never includes trades. So no. um, I, I know you have both of them um, going in the top 10, but what do you got for me on, uh, on the Levis and Richardson fits? Yeah. DJ. Well, I mean, again, there's, there's, you know, I don't do trade. I'll do a trade at the last one, you know, yes, I have to kind of get through the whole process. But there's so many dominoes to fall, and you know the Rogers and the Car, and see what happens with Tannehill, and what you know. There's a lot of these pieces in the veteran uh, pool that have to, you know, that has to sort itself out. Once that happens, I think you'll get a better feel for it. But the Raiders, no mystery, they they need to be in the quarterback market. Um, you've got the, the Panthers there, and then you've got the teams that could potentially try and launch themselves up there. I know one thing: the Saints, you know, they have they have shown time and time again they are not afraid to to move up there if they see a guy that they really like at a position and quarterback would be the position this time. And I know the Eagles love to dance with the Saints, so maybe that's uh, maybe that's something to keep an eye on. Daniel Jeremiah here on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, you do in your mock draft, because, again, you do not have um, any uh, trades. You have Jalen Carter going to the Bears. And so is that a system fit for you, or is Jalen Carter number one atop your draft board? Daniel. He's number one atop my draft board. I don't think that's. I don't think it's one of those deals where there's a wrong answer between him and Will Anderson. Right. I just think in the way the game's played right now, as fast as the ball comes out, Rich, that an interior disruptor um, he can he can ruin your your whole game plan. And again, I'll you know I'll bring it back to your Jets because the player he reminds me a lot of is Quinnen Williams. And you've seen Quinnen Williams as he's continued to develop. You know he can he can wreak havoc in there. And I think this is a. This is that type of player. I think he's even more athletic than, than Quinnen in terms of uh, some of the change of direction stuff that he has. So I think those guys are harder to find. It, it's just they don't exist. So find an interior player like that, that's the that's value for me. All right, pound the table for Anderson then. What do you got for me there? Yeah, I mean, he's just got, he's got so much torque and so much power coming off the edge. Uh, he's done it at a high level for you know a couple years now of his career at Alabama. He's not a, a Von Miller type loose, bendy, uh, top of the rush edge guy, but he can go right through your pads. Uh, he's he's strong, he's powerful, and he's got a really good feel. And he's done it at, at a high level against the best competition. So uh, he's an easy one to like. Well, I mean, he's he's been uh, top people's ideas and draft boards for a while. So then, why would you put uh, Tyree Wilson number three to Arizona for Jonathan Gannon's first draft choice? In Arizona, why yep. do you got him? There? I have, I personally on my my list how I stack them and grade wise, I have Anderson. But there are teams that really like Tyree Wilson, and I did the same thing last year. If you remember, 
uh, before the combine with Trayvon Walker. I put him way up there, not all the way up to the number one pick, but I kind of wanted to just let's let's do the uh, the public service here and say <laughs> you better know this guy and be comfortable with him because he is he is tall, he is long, he's really explosive, he he's more scheme versatile than Will Anderson because of his size, and teams really like this guy. So it was kind of like an alarm clock, a wake-up call uh, to, to everybody. Just know who this dude is. I prefer PSA. I like that. So last year's PSA just wound <laughs> up being the first overall pick, Daniel. So uh, how deep is the edge rusher? The you know. Yeah, how, <laughs> well, how, how deep is the uh, uh, edge rusher? Uh, is, is it the deepest part of the defensive side of the ball going into the combine in the draft? Daniel? Yeah, it's, re- it's really deep, Rich. I, I think I have 10 in my top 50. So, Jeez. Wow. Uh, there are a lot of them. It's a good group. Uh, so that you're going to see them, and there'll be a run on them early. Um, you're going to see a bunch of these guys go flying off the board. I think you'll see some of these guys, even that I think you know, grayed out as maybe in the 20s, um, I think you'll even see because it's such a premium that those guys will get pushed up even what? more. And so they're first up. We're going to see a ton of them. Right, and they're first up for us. I mean, the, the Combine's kind of always switching things around. Um, that that's the Thursday night group. That's the first ones up, or the defensive linemen on uh, on Thursday night. The defense goes first, and then and then rests, and then the offense takes over. So, what what do you think? I mean, every year you and I sit there and go, "Oh my God, I can't believe somebody that large is running that fast," <laughs> you know. And and so, what do you think this year? We're gonna see. Yeah, we're gonna Thursday. see it. You're gonna see a uh, a defensive tackle from Northwestern. Uh, last name Adabaware is mm-hmm. gonna. He's gonna run unbelievable time and jump out of the gym. You're gonna see Keon White from Georgia Tech at over 280 pounds. He might run in the four sixes. Um, you know, you're gonna see. I think Anderson's gonna run. Uh, I believe. I think he'll probably run in the four sixes coming off the edge, which is a good. That's a good time. A good number for him. Um, but yeah, you're gonna see. You're gonna see some impressive stuff with this with this edge group. Uh, Will McDonald from Iowa State's gonna jump probably 40 inches and broad jump close to 11 feet like it's uh it's, it's a talented group it's not just the production that they have and their skill but it's a really really athletic group um and rich free of charge yes, sir. um you're looking you can go with um it's opening night and we're looking for defensive linemen that can close there you go it's free ladies and gentlemen Ooh. daniel jeremiah there may be an eye in daniel and jeremiah but you're a team player sir um so <laughs> let's move uh before i let you go to the offensive side of the ball you know, I, it wasn't lost on me, Daniel Jeremiah, on Super Bowl night. Sky Moore and the uh, the great, you know, running back from uh, Rutgers, oh, Pacheco. Pacheco, both rookies scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl, and Brock Purdy damn near made the Super Bowl. I will be just, my head's going to be on a swivel. Every single kid that's playing, that's participating in this combine, you never know anymore. So give me some kids under the radar that we're going to be maybe pegging uh, as kids in the right system are, are, are going to be uh, first-year standouts or factors. Yeah. You got anybody for me? There's a bunch of them. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. There's you know the running back group. You talked about Pacheco. There's a ton of guys in this draft. It's a really good running back group. And you know a guy like a Tank Bigsby from Auburn who might be a fourth-round pick. Great name. A fifth-round pick. It's an unbelievable running back name. So you start there, and, mm. and the game matches the name. He's got he's got power. He's got some speed. Um, he's a tough runner. Um, you know, Pacheco was he ran the four threes. So you know that that uh, should have been an alert to the rest of us to move him up higher on the board when he had the speed power combination and Brett Beach 
uh, got himself a gem there late in the draft. But there's a there's a ton of guys like that. Tajay Spears, we'll see what he runs from Tulane. But if you watched the Cotton Bowl, you saw what he did to USC. Um, he's a he's a great player. We'll see you know how he gets pushed down because of just the sheer number uh, of running backs that we have. But that's just one example, one position, Rich, where you're going to see. I think I have. Uh, maybe 13 guys that I identified that I think have the, the ability to be starting running backs in the NFL. 13, Jeez, wow. Uh, which is just absurd. And those guys are not all going to go in the first three rounds. You're going to see those guys on day three, a good number of them. Well, that's good. So call your shot and who's got a shot to run the fastest? Well, I think that the running back from A&M would have run the fastest, A-Chain, but I don't know if he's going to run uh, because he's been uh, he's been a little nicked up. <clears throat> but he would be he would be my choice. Uh, uh, the other one I would say is there's a corner from Oregon, and Christian Gonzalez is a great player. I think he's going to be right on the 4-3-0 line, so maybe he gets under. All right, brother. Daniel, I will see you in just a few days, and by that I mean five minutes ago. Um, I'll see you yep. tomorrow. Come on out here. I got, I've, got, uh, I've got Bunny Grahams waiting for you, buddy. <laughs> Bunny Grahams. <laughs> no, sir. I got to focus, man. I can't show up on Bunny Grahams, man. Uh, this is going to be a long day. You know how it works. You know how it works. You and I, two hours in, we're looking at each other like, where's lunch? And it's nighttime. You know what I mean? Like, what's happening? Like, you know how it works. All along, all along, it's been sitting on that back table. Ex- exactly. And then 9 o'clock, 9.30, we're leaving the booth, and you look at that, that donut that's been sitting there for four hours, and it looks great. And you're like, do I? Like you, that's it's yeah. you know how it works. So uh, um, yeah, uh, get your combine goggles on. A two- <laughs> combine goggles is a great call. Uh, you, Tuesday bunny grams are just it's it's a red flag. I'm not going to lie, but I hope we can get through it, Daniel. Thanks for the call. All right. See I'll you soon. I'll work on it. See you tomorrow. That's Daniel Jeremiah, everybody. <laughs> combine goggles. You're writing it down. Combine goggles. All right, there. That's a great fantasy team name. Very funny. And the avatar is Bunny Grahams. Okay, let's take a break. So we're on time for Matt Eberflus, the head coach of the Chicago Bears. The keywords will be leaning towards. Let's see how many times he says it. The coach of the Chicago Bears, holder of the first overall selection in the draft when we come back from it. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast. 
part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Keep me honest, as the new head coach of uh, the Chicago Bears, one year in, Matt Eberflus is going to be calling us in a matter of moments right here on the program from the combine i just love the combine every year it's just like every year it's it's like okay is it gonna be just as good is it gonna be as 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 big as ever and then all the decision makers start talking and all 32 teams are making news and everybody starts chattering off camera and then i mean my email chain because the nfl network um news desk on fire, Jason Light says Kyle Trask, the general manager of the Bucks, about the quarterback they selected, I believe, in the second round a couple of years ago um, after they um, signed Brady, mm-hmm. um, is that um, he's going to get the opportunity to be the starter no matter who we bring in. So if, so if Tom Brady comes back, you know? <laughs> well, Brady's not coming back, but it's just like, so if you're Derek Carr, right, and you're going to, you're, you're thinking of signing in Tampa, you're signing for a quarterback competition? You're going to be pushed? Yeah, but that's one you should win anyway. So. I, I get it, but I'm, I'm signing to get the gig if I'm Derek Carr. I'm Derek d- Carr I'm might done. be a dog, though, man. He might, he might, I know, I know that. that, that, that. No, I, 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 I know that. So, I I I I know what Mike. you're saying. No, no, TJ. I know what you're saying is that somebody should welcome the competition, just like Trey Lance did when he was on the Super Bowl set for us with us first day of the Super Bowl. Hey, if Brock Purdy's coming, in, like I, I I don't want the job. I don't want it handed to me. I want to compete. That's fine if you're Trey Lance. If you're Derek Carr, damn near ten years into this league, and you're a free agent for the first time in your life since you chose Fresno State. Okay, you're you're not signing in a spot where you're like, oh, I'll compete. I'll compete with a kid who's never done it before. I'll win, so I'll just sign there. No, I was actually nah. wondering why Tampa hadn't been tossed around more for Carr. That just I never even put two and two. Why not? To you just now said it. That Derek was Carter, really, Mike Evans, I like it. Derek I, Carter, Chris Godwin, I like it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But like, he's what? talking. He's talking to the Jets this week and the Saints. And I think the other one that I saw here is uh, the Bears have chimed in and they're about to hand a phone to the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus. Let me see here. Again, Panthers. My, is it the Panthers? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's who he's meeting with. For Derek Carr. Mike Evans and Godwin, though. Yeah, I never. I don't know if they want to spend all that money on the quarterback. $35 they may, million. They may just like Kyle Trask. And say we drafted him. He's been in 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 our building. I mean, the system's now tree. different. I imagine, but got to learn under Brady. So <laughs> that's just interesting. It's going to be Kyle Trask. He's going to have the chat. He's going to have a shot, no matter who gets the gig. Doug Peterson says Calvin Ridley's <laughs> reinstatement is in the NFL's hands. We're just waiting for that day. To hear from the NFL that he's back or not. Doug Peterson speaking today. Jason Light. Excited about Kyle. We took him in the second round for a reason. On whether Tom Brady is retired for good. I think he's got his mindset. He's happy with his decision. And we're happy for him. Jason Light said the Bucks 
uh, when asked if he's going to leave a light on, the Bucks will leave a desk lamp on for Brady. <laughs> Maybe a flashlight. That's funny. <laughs> but Light says he thinks Brady is retired. He's happy with the decision, and he's happy for him. Yeah, Josh McDaniels said that uh, Brady's done for good. I think so. You see in his Instagram account? There's a report that he wants to be a stand-up comedian. Why not, man? I would advise against that. <laughs> you know the household? You know the, you know the style? You know the lifestyle, right? I don't think so. Uh, no, I mean, do you see Brady's Instagram is all, you know, videos of snow vacations. I think a cat showed up. He's got up. a cat at his house. <laughs> There's on. a cat in my house. Catty, catty, catty. Catty, catty, catty. We can't have Brady. I mean, we, we have two cats that roam the studio, so I, I understand that. Right. Outside of the studio, hey, I should say. We're on Sirius XM. Whoever on Sirius XM is bending Matt Eberflus's ear, just shut up. <laughs> I think he's on now. Fantastic. He's the head coach of the Chicago Bears, Matt Eberflus, here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, coach? I'm doing well. How are you? I appreciate you jumping from one thing to the other. This is yeah, Rich. No this problem. this is Rich Eisen, by the way. In case you just like somebody just handed you a phone and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I know the voice. Okay. Voice. Well, well, thank you. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into it if you don't mind, because I've got, uh, in the radio business, a hard out, uh, coming in about five minutes time. Can you walk me through your, your current mindset about the first overall selection and what you're going to do with the pick coach? Yeah. The mindset really is just about opportunity, right? We have a lot of options and a lot of opportunity here in front of us, you know, so you can certainly take the pick, you know, as it is. And, or you can certainly move and that's, uh, you know, ranges and how far you're going to move back and. That creates more opportunity for us to be able to change our roster, but uh, again, you got to like the players that are there. So we have a uh, we have a great uh, we have a lot of work ahead of us here in the next fifty eight days before the draft. So we're excited about it. Well, again, and you're not you, this is not your first football rodeo, coach. So you know, first overall pick quarterback usually goes in that spot. You have one. Uh, your thoughts on Justin Fields as your quarterback, twenty twenty three. As we currently yeah, talk, you know, as we saw in 2022, you know, obviously he he made a lot of big strides. You know, he did a really nice job for us last year. We're excited where he is, and uh, again, he's going to keep improving. But uh, again, we got to do our due diligence here during the course of this time, uh, during the next eight weeks, nine weeks, and uh, we'll see where it goes. And the due diligence, how much do you read, Justin, into your due diligence gathering, Coach? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we obviously are always in constant contact with all of our players, but uh, certainly he'll be, you know, with you know, in contact with Ryan and I as we go through this process. But uh, again, you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta make sure you um, evaluate all the players and making sure that you're doing uh, everything you can uh, during the course of this time. And as you do your due diligence, have you given Justin any reassurance that he's your guy? At all. Yeah, I mean, those conversations are, you know, between Ryan and I and uh, Justin, and we'll leave it at that. But uh, we certainly like where he is and uh, certainly know that, uh, as well as our whole football team, need to improve in certain aspects of the game. And in terms of, you know, uh, reserving interviewees for the week, are, are Young and Stroud on your list to interview this week? Yes, they are. Yep, okay. absolutely. Okay, and what are you expecting to see from them, get from them? Uh, really just more about for us. Uh, we're just there to uh, evaluate those guys in terms of their FBI, how they think on their feet when we're interviewing them during that process, and then uh, go from there. Like we'll be at the pro days and all those types of things, and we're going to uh, make sure that we're there to get a great evaluation on each one of these players. What about Levis and Anderson? Are they also on your on your list? Well, Richardson, pardon me. Richardson, pardon me. They may be. They may be. 
Um, again, that's later in the week, but uh, they may be for sure. Okay. And what about uh, Anderson? I was mixing up all these prospects. Anderson and Carter. You going to chat with them? Maybe that's a tonight yeah. situation or yeah, tomorrow, well, right? Well, you, you always chat with those guys. Either you do it either formally or informally. We're going to make sure that we cross those T's and dot the I's there. Um, during the course of the week, but uh, certainly those players are explosive and uh, at the top of the draft for sure. Well, Matt Eberflutes, what do you say to Bears fans who fell in love with Justin Fields the last two years and are concerned you're about to maybe swap things out because you have the first overall selection in a manner that you you know weren't planning on it, weren't expecting it? Your one of your predecessors, Lovey Smith, kind of bequeathed it to you from Houston. What do you say to those fans who have fallen in love with Justin Fields? No, I would just say that you know Ryan and I are going to do. His- what's best for the Bears. We always are going to do that, make sound, good decisions. And uh, like I said, we, we love Justin Fields, too. We love where he is. And uh, certainly he's going to be improving in the, in the future. But uh, right now, during this process, we got to make sure we do our due diligence. And I don't want to force you to use the I don't have a crystal ball cliche as a coach, but as you're sitting here right now on the last day of February, what do you think you're going to do with this pick? Um, you know, I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's, it's a good place to be. You know, a lot of times when you don't know, that's, a, that's not a good place, but right now we're leaving all options open. You know, we have to make sure that we uh, keep a clear mind and make good, sound decisions on this because it's an important part to make sure we look at the whole landscape before we make any good decisions. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. I'll see you in Indianapolis, I hope. Okay, Rich. Thank you much. You got it. That's Matt Eberflus, head coach of the Chicago Bears, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. The actress Ray Seahorn coming up. What'd you get? Due diligence gets thrown around a lot. Lately. What'd you get from that? Keeping all options open. Bro. Is that more full-throated for you? I mean, look. He couldn't have been more. Yeah, we got, we're talking to Bryce. We're talking to CJ. We're going to do the best thing for the Chicago Bears. We're going to keep Justin Fields in our mind. I I do like the guy. That was a little more convincing than Ryan Poles. I'm just glad that like. They brought in. They brought in a coach. They brought in the acting coach, the script coach. They're sticking to it. Oh gosh! They got the game plan. It's all lined up right there, and I'm glad that they're you know one message <laughs> from the Bears. They may meet Bryce Young, and he walks out of the room, and they'll be like, "Wow, oh." And then they're like, wow, he's 180 pounds. Maybe not. And, or, and, then, and then the strength coach <laughs> in the back of the room is like, "I got this." <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, that's the way this works. Same thing could go with Stroud, right? We met Fields. He's a giant. I got it. I got a plan. You want a 205? Is that what you want? I got it. I I got this. Then the offensive coordinator is like, oh, I'll I'll, I'll get it too. You better be a little bigger. That's how it works. 205 to endure the the butt whoopings that that line is going to give him. 205 might be a little too light. Here we go. Not like the Joker, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but he see he's no nonsense. So I I, I couldn't I he's couldn't no I couldn't I couldn't ask him to scream his name. I couldn't I couldn't ask him to. We'll do get that. him back. Well, you got him in right perfectly at the, at the Ray Seahorn. I cannot wait to chat with her and meet her. Hour number two coming up.